0: This podcast is brought to you by DeStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Hines is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to HairMan.com. That's HairMan.com.
1: Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. For the idea that we're going to walk away from... Don't mess up, don't mess up. So it's about time we make sure that Congress come home and
0: pass the legislation funding NATO. Uh
2: oh, spaghetti on
0: live from the Matthews Brothers Studios.
2: The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male.
1: We don't we don't officially know. All I know is never been on the white guy.
2: And why is Donald Trump so enamored? of Putin. Maybe you're projecting hostile feelings. This is what Putin is going to do. It's very, very urgent that we not elect this man. No previous United States president, regardless of their party, has bowed down to a Russian dictator before. He even said the other day, let's uh, basically get out of NATO and you know, encourage Putin to do what he wants to do. Your
3: project. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's
0: Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. The the state is uh, out of control. The uh, Brockton School Committee has uh, asked... The governor, Mara Healy, to uh, send in the National Guard to uh, keep order in the school, the largest high school in the state, thirty-five hundred students. Uh, the the uh, illegal aliens have taken over so many hotels. It's costing uh, it's costing hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars. And this is all the uh, this is all what happens when you have a one party state. And uh, it's it's just been uh, it was it was not in great shape when Charlie Baker was governor, but it, when the uh, the state GOP basically gave the governorship away and uh, didn't uh, didn't contest any of the other races, lost multiple legislative seats. This is this is the chaos that the Commonwealth has descended into, and uh, you know Amy carnavali at the state committee is trying to trying to get the uh, party back up and functioning. Uh, the Republicans won a special State Senate race. They were down to three members of the State Senate three. Now it's four with Peter Durant in there. They're they're retaining uh Peter Durant's House seat. So it's little little bit back on the comeback trail, but so much more work needs to be done after uh the, the uh the, the last four years pre before last year with Jim Jones Lyons as the chairman where they were just losing seats right and left. But there was an opportunity in various places as uh, Democrats uh, move on. They uh, give up the seats to take hack jobs in the uh, Healy administration or they just retire because uh, they've had enough and they've maxed out their pension. That's the case in, uh, in the uh, Taunton area where Mark Pacheco, he called – it's kind of laughable. He called himself the dean of the uh, Massachusetts State Senate. He was in there for over 30 years. He's decided not to run for re-election. So it opens up a seat. Long time ago, there was there were Republicans in that seat, a guy named Irv Wall. And I think before that, there was John Parker had the seat for a number of years. That's way, way back. But uh, so Mark Pacheco, the Democrat incumbent in that seat, is uh, leaving office. And uh, already a, a popular Republican from Taunton has announced that uh, she's running for the seat. Not Shauna O'Connell, the mayor, but one of Shauna's allies on the uh, on the city council, Kelly Dooner, and uh, Kelly Dooner is with us here tonight on the How We Car Show. Kelly, uh, so you're uh, you're running for Pacheco seat in the fall, is that correct?
2: I am. Yes, I pulled my nomination papers on Friday, and you know our team hit the ground running this weekend. So we're really excited. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback out there. So yes, we we are running, and we're excited.
0: It's it's a lot. I I can remember when the Republicans had 16 seats in the 40 member uh, Massachusetts State Senate. That was uh, that was 1991, 1992. It's a long way back to 16 seats from four. But, you know, it it was three just a few months ago. So this is uh, what what makes you think you can reclaim the seat uh, all these years after uh, Irv Wall lost it in the 80s?
2: Yeah, you know that that's a great question. Um, you know, the communities in this district have, you know, they've been going on far too long without representation and have pretty much been, you know, left to fend for themselves. And I think our district deserves to have somebody in the state house who's going to fight for them, someone who's going to push back for them, and more importantly, somebody who's going to represent them. Um, You know, I have proven that countless times on the Taunton City Council that I'm somebody who I give our community 110%, you know, 100% of the time. And I think now more than ever um, with this migrant challenge we're facing, our communities desperately need somebody who's actually going to get in there and fight for them and not just go with the status quo. And I think that our district, I think, you know, our state is seeing this, but especially in our district, people are fed up with the representation that they haven't had uh, for the past 30 years with the former senator, so I think they're ready for change, um, and I've received a lot of positive feedback feedback from not only Republicans but just just residents across the district that they're excited for change and they're excited to see me enter the race. So, you know, we're going to give it all we have.
0: Well, you know, if 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 Pacheco was actually the quote unquote dean, or if being that just means he's the longest serving. So, if, but if being dean meant anything. Then Then, why would Taunton have been one of the first places that was used to to dump all of these illegal aliens? They took you got one hotel in the whole city, right? and they took over the hotel right. and and they so yeah. now there are no Americans in the hotel, and it's costing millions of dollars a month.
2: Correct. Um, you know what, and just to piggyback on that, I'm just gonna share a quick story with you that happened last week. Um, I received a phone call right before the snowstorm that we actually had a veteran who could not find housing. First thing, you know, I did as I think anybody would do is, you know, I googled shelters, I googled anywhere that I could to call around to try and find somewhere for a former veteran who served our country and I could not find any openings. And you know, it's really unfortunate that, you know, we have somebody who served our country, and I couldn't find. You know, we ended up we ended up getting a hotel, and so there was a happy ending to that story. But it's just the principle of it that there are people out there, our people, you know, legal citizens who who deserve to to have a place to stay, and they can't because it's being overrun by the migrants right now, and they just they keep pouring more and more in, and it's really unfortunate. Um, you know, we really need somebody who's going to push back on that. We can't just let it continue to happen and continue letting the current governor, just do what she's doing. We have to push back.
0: And that 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 The Clarion Hotel in Taunton has like over 160 rooms, I think, right?
2: Correct. Yep. Um, and they're well over capacity. I know I had told you back in December, we're fining them a thousand dollars a day. Um, and that's continuing because they just, they just keep packing them in there. And they've, they've hit the point where they're not even going to tell us the number of people that are in there, which, you know, it's, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. Are they paying really
0: the are, are they paying the thousand dollars a day?
2: That, that's that's going to be another battle in itself. Is
0: actually <laughs> getting, getting that money? You now, if you if you or I was being fined a thousand dollars a day, they'd be threatened to throw us in jail because we're Americans. Exactly.
2: Right. Right. The laws appear to be different.
0: So, so what now? Is 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 Raynham in your district?
2: It is. Yes.
0: So that now they've opened now they've uh, taken over a hotel in Raynham as well, right
2: yep, middleboro also you know it's happening not only in our district but um, across the state, so one of the first things actually that I intend to do um, is to get up there and fight with Senator Durant and amend the right to shelter law so that you know we're only sheltering legal residents. Um, I think that that needs to be. You know the number one thing that we get in there and fight for because this is you know it's affecting our entire state not just this district but our schools our communities we're all feeling you know we're carrying that weight um, and we need somebody who's really gonna just get up there and fight for us and fight for what's right
0: well, so now in, in your state senate district, that's one fortieth of the state. How, how many of these uh, illegal alien hotels, or fl- I call them flop houses? You you may dis- dispute that because you're running for office. But how many are there in in your district in the Taunton-Raynham district?
1: Uh-huh.
2: you know I don't have the exact number, but a significant amount, just off the top of my head. One, two, three,
0: four. Yeah. Now. Believe, now, what believe, about it? There are. Sorry, go ahead. My 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 understanding, Kelly Dooner, is that after they after these you can get you know, if you have a regular hotel, the city or town gets a certain tax from each room. But after thirty days when they've when they've been converted into these boarding houses for illegal alien criminals, you don't collect that that money. So so you're losing you're losing money on that end, too, the city of Taunton, is that correct?
2: correct yes it's been a significant uh, revenue loss i believe i was last told 182,000 um is what we're missing out on and you know that's that's those are funds and revenue that that falls on the backs of the taxpayers you know it all seems to it comes full circle you know when we're losing revenue how do we make up on that shortfall and we're losing that revenue because these migrants are are here and you know that's why i think it's so important that You know, anybody who gets into the Senate or the legislature, they really need to fight to amend that right to shelter law. It is causing just turmoil across the state, and it's going to fall on the back of the taxpayers. It always does.
0: So it's it's cost the city of Taunton already, having this hotel occupied by illegal aliens, Uh, $182,000. As of what date date is that, Kelly Dooner?
2: Um, I don't have the exact date, but that is the annual revenue that we, we are losing. That, that
0: you're losing, um, and you're finding the you're finding the hotel a thou, uh, uh, the hotel or the state thousand dollars a day
2: we're finding the hotel a thousand dollars a day i believe ultimately i mean i guess that's a question um for an attorney as far as who it would who it would fall on Um, but but they're not paying
0: it somebody the state or the hotel isn't paying it is is the bottom line so 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 taunton's out a thousand bucks a day in addition to losing uh five hundred dollars a day for from the uh, hotel motel taxes and then you got all right. the all the nine one one calls. You got all the uh, yeah. all the additional kids in the school. It's just yeah. it, it must it's and this is this is going on across the state. This is this is a a, a big issue for for taxpayers. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you need people in there at, at, on, in Beacon Hill at the State House who are going to do something about this.
2: Right. And, you know, I've gotten countless calls um, just from parents alone. You know, we, we don't have the resources to to house these migrants. We just don't. And we're, I've gotten constant calls from parents regarding, you know, their children coming home late or their school bus not getting there on time. And, you know, it's just it's causing, you know, so many challenges across the city, across our district and across our state. And it, it's it's really unfortunate that we don't have a strong driving force up there in the state house. You know, as everybody knows, we're very outnumbered up there, and we need more numbers on our side uh, of people who are actually going to fight for what the residents, you know, fight for that representation that they deserve that they don't have and they haven't had in a long time.
0: So uh, Kelly Dooner, a candidate for the uh, for the state senate, uh, she's city councilor from uh, Taunton, and she's running for the uh, seat that's been held for for forever by uh, Mark Pacheco. Uh, how can people get involved with your campaign, Kelly?
2: You know, right now we need all hands on deck um, in any capacity, whether that's coming out knocking on doors with us. Um, As as many people know, you may know as well, that's a big thing for me is the grassroots. I knocked on 10,000 doors myself during my council race. Um, I intend to do significantly more than that. So if you could reach out to me on Facebook, um, Kelly Dooner, or if you could give me a call, 617-513-4832. You know, I'm looking for all hands on deck. Give me that number again.
0: Give this six number again. 513 4832. And uh, there's yeah. a, a primary election, uh, or the the uh, GOP presidential primary is coming up in two weeks from tomorrow, and uh, there are a bunch of uh, Republican state committee races, and we'll be uh, we'll yeah. be reporting on them. And uh, Shauna O'Connell, your ally and the mayor of uh, Taunton, she's a candidate in that district, so you got to get out there and vote for her. She's been fighting the good fight on uh, trying to do something about this problem, and she's she goes back to the legislature when she was fighting the. Uh, the good battles on uh, welfare reform. So Sean O'Connell deserves your vote for the Republican state committee in that district as well.
2: Definitely. And I, I'm very lucky to have had Shauna, you know, as my mentor and as an ally, she's done a fantastic job. And, you know, she, if I had to compare myself or or strive to be like any Republican, it's Shauna O'Connell, you know, she holds the line when she needs to and she stays strong and I truly admire her for that. And among many other reasons.
0: All right. So uh, Kelly's running for the Senate and uh, uh, Sean O'Connell remains the mayor, but she's also running for the state committee on March 5th. And be sure to vote for her. Kelly Dooner, we'll be talking to you again as the uh, as the campaign uh, continues. Good luck.
2: Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: I'm Howie Carr. Did you know that
1: between hosting a
0: four hour radio
1: show, multiple media hits, political advocacy, and walking Roscoe the Wonder Pug, I call it a dog, Howie still finds time to write three columns a week? Oh, wow. Read his latest at HowieCarshow.com.
2: He's
0: Howie Carr. Today's poll question is brought to you by Stefano Hair Restoration. Dr. Hines has rolled back to pre-COVID prices just for the month of February. Save $1,500 today and tell them how we sent you at Hairman.com. Time is running out to save that $1,500 to get your hair back. Don't you want it back for when the weather gets better again? You can look as good as me. Well, maybe better if you, don't have, if you have fewer wrinkles. My hair's okay. It's better than it used to be. Check it out at howiecarshow.com if you want to see the before and after pictures. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com is here's the latest
1: updated list of Trump's potential GOP running mates. Who would you prefer? Dr. Ben
0: Carson, Vivek Ramaswamy, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, or Senator Tim Scott? And I know there are other people that you might want, but these are the people that I'm, I'm told, or was told yesterday, are with the, at the top of the list. So I'm going to vote for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. 45% say Sarah Huckabee Sanders, 21% say Tim Scott, 20% for Vivek, and 13% for Dr. Carson all right 844 500 42 844-500-4242, 4242 we got a few story police stories and also I, I want to get to this AmeriCorps but let's take a let's take a call or two here first before we get to the uh, calls before we get to the uh, stories that we've got left and I got some illegal alien stories too nice people nice people Guatemalan child molesters cut loose by uh, by the prison in Cranston just be I said to pick this guy up. George, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, George.
3: Hey, Howie. I was just thinking this uh, pushback by the truckers against the uh, regulations and the the, uh, the injustice being done to Trump reminds me of uh, Ayn Rand's uh, novel, uh, Atlas Shrugged, yeah? where the uh, the producers decided that they'd had enough of the fascist state telling them how to run their business and basically, as she called it, looting their businesses and, and stop production. In, in protest and it's a it's a really elegant uh description of of how the producers fought back against the takers just by saying we're not doing yeah. this anymore you want you want to run the railroads you want to run the uh, steel mills go ahead and try it see how well you do
0: looting the business that's a that's what the biden's do that's what we're going to talk about this americorps it's just the latest example of the biden's looting the uh the businesses this is and this is President Calvin Coolidge, when he was the Senate president, and I read it earlier in the day, government cannot relieve from toil. It can provide no substitute for the rewards of service. The normal must care for themselves. Self-government means self-support. Ultimately, property rights and personal rights are the same thing. The one cannot be preserved if the other is violated. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. My friends live near the Vermont border near Canada. This is a Vermont call, a caller from VMT and said uh, their neighbors are getting uh, are getting uh, deluged with border crossers. The, the, the splash on the New York Post today is uh, is about the uh, illegal aliens from coming across the border from Canada there uh, there it's just it it is totally uh out of control here 84454242 i want to just talk about this uh there's a, and there's another this you know the migrant uh illegal alien cards debit cards that are being issued in new york city it's much much worse than 50 million dollars they there's a big there's a huge story just breaking in the new york post it's it's billions of dollars it, it could run into the billions of dollars and it could be they could be giving out debit cards to people they don't know with up to $10,000 on these cards and uh, it's they they gave it to a minority owned business mobility capital finance moca Phi was founded by wool coxum a former managing director at j p morgan chase who said that the death of Michael Brown, the gentle giant in Ferguson, Missouri, inspired him to serve the underbanked and narrow the racial wealth gap. And now he's going to get $53 million for his company just to administer this program. That that should uh, do something to uh, narrow the racial wealth gap, huh? The underbanked, the underbanked and the under-American citizens and the under... Verified for for who they are, 844-500-42-42. 844-500-4242. So that, but first I want to talk about this Americorps thing with uh, Jim Biden, the uh, the president's younger brother, lives in Delray Beach, I believe. Um, Jim Biden frequently invoked his brother's Joe, Joe Biden's name to promote a now-defunct health care company that allegedly engaged in massive Medicare fraud, according to Politico. This is from The Daily Caller. AmeriCorps was a hospital operator that, quote-unquote, sought to invigorate health care in rural America. At least three members of the Biden family took paychecks from the company. Jim Biden would frequently invoke his brother's name while pitching prospective investors in the company, which wired Jim Biden $200,000 in 2018 on the same day he transferred the same amount to Joe Biden. Huh. What a coincidence. Anonymous America. this was Politico, a very left-wing uh, state-run media outlet, which, which, again, leads me, leads me to believe that they're trying to push Brandon aside. Anonymous AmeriCorps executives told Politico that Jim Biden had discussed putting Joe Biden on the company's board and that Brandon's political career could have benefited if the company successfully improved health care in rural regions of the U.S., like the Bidens could actually improve anything. Jim Biden couldn't run a disco in the 70s. That was like that was like owning a mint, a money, uh, you know, a, a, a printing press for uh, for for money, and he couldn't. And he he ran the disco into the ground. Federal investigators are actively probing an alleged one hundred million dollar Medicaid fraud, Medicare fraud involving AmeriCorps. The, co- the DOJ has alleged the company's hospital in Pennsylvania entered into phony agreements and gave kickback payments as part of a broader conspiracy that charged the government for unnecessary testing. There were also discussions about potentially giving Joe Biden a stake in the company, but those talks never materialized. The former executive told Politico. Now listen to this. You're going This is gonna sound very familiar to you. Stop me if you've heard this one before. One person who Joe Biden pitched about AmeriCorps remembered Jim Biden saying that his brother was in the car with him while he spoke. The individual on the receiving end of the car told Politico. You mean kind of like Hunter Biden on Snapchat with the, uh, with the red Chinese guy saying, uh, my father's here and uh, we'll make your, your life miserable if you don't send us the $5 million. And then they sent, him, they sent the Bidens the $5 million for the, for the Biden brand. The company's failure—this is AmeriCorps failed—had significant human costs, including missed payments to hospital employees and diminishing services for patients. Kind of like the—that's uh, kind of like the Democrat MO the, or the Biden Obama MO for healthcare. I was told I was sold that AmeriCorps was going to be the salvation of rural hospitals. A former AmeriCorps executive told uh, Politico, "The whole thing was a scam, and it didn't take long to figure it out." What, what was the first clue when you saw saw the word Biden or when you saw the three words Biden on the payroll? Biden, Biden, Biden. Had to be a scam, right? That's the Biden brand, scam Jim Biden paid $350,000 to settle a lawsuit alleging that he paid a role in AmeriCorps' demise, according to the Wall Street Journal. 844-500-4242. Oh, good Lord, Eight four four five hundred. 500 I want to say one more thing before we go back to the phone lines, one a judge story. I'm trying not to let this destroy your faith in the integrity of the American judicial class. A Pennsylvania judge allegedly shot her ex-boyfriend in the head while he slept before she tried convincing him that he shot himself as he lay blinded in one eye. This is in Harrisburg, P.A., magisterial district court judge Sonia McKnight, Sonia McKnight, 57, was charged with first-degree attempted murder and aggravated assault charges Thursday for shooting her boyfriend in his Harrisburg home February 9th. McCoy, 54, had tried numerous times to end his one-year fatal attraction relationship with McKnight, as well as trying to get her to move out of his home before she allegedly attempted to kill him. So McCoy returned home from a tavern, he probably carrying a foreign load, to find McKnight relaxing on his couch. I guess if McKnight was relaxing on your couch, you'd be out getting a, taking on a foreign load as well in her pajamas. <laughs> and he again told her she needed to leave. This is like an old country song. You don't have to go home, judge, but you can't stay here saying he would enlist the help of her mother to get her out of his home if she had to go. She allegedly agreed to go. Michael McCoy stated that she finally understood that it was over, police said. So he went to bed, and then he awoke awoke a few hours later with a massive head pain and was blind. You know why? He'd been shot in his right eye by the judge, allegedly. So she's being held. Uh, she's being held uh, in in the local jail. Her bond is set at uh, three hundred thousand bucks. She's been suspended from her duties as an elected judge in Dau- Dauphine County, or Dauphin County, a position she's held since twenty sixteen. Now, I assume she's been reelected, but in twenty nineteen, this is the craziest part of the story. This isn't the first guy that she shot. When she was a judge. In 2019, Judge McKnight shot her estranged husband, Enoch McKnight, in the groin after asking him to come to her phone to help move furniture. The couple, the lovebirds, had married in 2014 but had filed for divorce two years later. However, the divorce was still pending at the time of the shooting, which was ruled to be self-defense as the, people were, as the pair were in the midst of a domestic dispute. But do you get to shoot? Do you get to shoot your estranged husband once in, in Pennsylvania, if you're a judge, and you're a member of a protected class? McKnight faces up to 40 years in prison if convicted of first degree attempted murder, since she allegedly inflicted body harm on McCoy. I would say that her former husband Enoch McKnight thinks that when uh, when when he was uh, shot in the groin i i would say that he probably thought that uh, she had inflicted bodily harm on him i would think uh, yeah, i yeah sure, shot in the groin then she but it, i wouldn't like to be shot in the groin but i'd rather be shot in the groin than shot in the eye 84454242844500 844-500. good
1: morning judge
0: why do you look so mean sir <laughs> I think she's going to do considerably more than 30 days in the hole. 844 500 42 3- 844 500 42 3201 says it's a matter of time before the illegals take over the whole state. Are you you mean you you don't think they've taken over the whole state now? they they have their uh, they their democrat allies are uh are, have basically turned everything over to them. And this thing in New York is just amazing. We may not have time to get to it tonight. David, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, David.
3: Howie, in light of the fact Elizabeth Warren got a zero percent interest for her property from Harvard. I think when Donald Trump when he got the loan from the bank, the bank sends out a commercial state approved license appraised to appraise those buildings. So that's on the state. That's all license activity that went on. And not only that, how two months ago, this is something different. I was talking to a guy who's trying to get his trucker's license out of Rhode Island, and he was telling me about trying to get the license in Massachusetts. How the state cops in Massachusetts were playing games with the truckers, right? Uh, and just they made, were
0: just it, indicted. It just, there, four of them were just indicted.
3: Yeah, and they, and they and they would just give a, a mock, so they, the guys have to fail the test and then spend more money to take the test because they were making money on the test. And let the fact we need. Thousands of truckers, Howie, and they got these games going on as people are driving home tonight. You know, peanut butter just went up market basket from two fifty to 3 bucks a jar. People are really hurting. This kind of crap is going on. Not good.
0: Yeah. No, it, no it's not good. And, uh, and now, now one of the guys who had his license taken away because he didn't have to take the test, he's, uh, he's suing to get his CDL back. Because he says, I didn't know that. I just thought they were doing me a favor by not making me take the test, and I was afraid to take the test because I'm black, and I was afraid that the white uh, trooper that would be uh, would be administering the test was racist. And he, you know, maybe he got screwed. But I, I don't I'm not buying that defense that he was worried about uh, racist so he went to he went to one of the black guys that's been indicted uh, the guy named uh, Calvin Butner I believe it is and uh, he got him to give him a uh, give him a and he didn't even have to he says he didn't have to pay any money to get the, uh, to get the, the uh, CDL 844 4242 844 500 42 I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Car Show.
1: Bowie Carr is back.
0: We just got some sound we were telling you about the Pennsylvania judge, Sonia McKnight. She shot her uh, husband in the groin in 2019, but she beat that rap. And now she's uh, shot her boyfriend in the eye and he he survived. But uh, Sonia McKnight, uh, he, he fell asleep and then she shot him in the eye. He's lost his eyesight in his right eye. And we just got some sound in uh, what the uh, boyfriend said to the judge after he woke up and found out he was blind because she shot him in the eye. I said, well,
3: I tell you what, it
0: Eight four four five. That's Jerry Lee. That's Jerry Reed. Excuse me, not Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Reed. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. When you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're not. It's amazing. If you're, if you're in a protected class, I guess you get to shoot two people and you get to remain on the bench. What is it? This is Pennsylvania, not Massachusetts. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Andrew, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Andrew.
1: Hey, Howie. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I got a Class B CDL license, air brakes, and passenger endorsements, and I was lucky enough to get it right before they changed a lot of the rules, including the uh, real ID stuff. Yeah. So I managed to come in right under the wire. Um, and you remember during the, the COVID cootie crap, they were more than happy to fire people left and right, if right. you did not comply. Now, right after that, they realized they shot themselves in the foot. What was it, Plymouth and Brockton uh, bus line, right there in Hyannis? Ten thousand dollar sign-on bonus, right? Wow. I had a class B. I have a class B license. I had passenger. I had air brakes. I had everything I needed to walk right in there. And get that ten thousand dollar sign-on bonus, and you know what, Howie? I didn't even consider it for a heartbeat, and I'll tell you why. Because they had no loyalty. You were completely disposable, and that's before you mix in all the DEI stuff. There was yeah. no loyalty whatsoever. You but that's that's to the to case. That's the case everywhere,
0: the isn't it, Andrew? Attitude? Nowadays.
1: Yeah. So you know what, Howie? They could offer me double what i'm getting paid right now working for a gentleman doing landscaping and you know what that man has always had my check ready and waiting for me come friday he's always taking care of me and he never made me put on one of those stupid ass masks and he never made (laughs) me get the jab he respected my choice and that earned him my loyalty and these guys want to go the dea route they can bite
0: them in the butt all all at once they don't deserve the You know life. Andrew I just did a uh, I just did a podcast today with I did a couple of podcasts actually I did one with Michael Harrison from Talkers Magazine you know about the the radio business and the media business and I promoted my book Paperboy and he said what what would your advice be for people and I said I said try to get out of the corporate world I said that's what you got to do you you got to a you got to start even if you can't do it immediately you got to start looking around cuz you there's just no there's no future in corporate America anymore, Andrew. Do, do you agree?
1: Business owners with principles, absolutely. I have nothing but respect for those truckers in New York. I don't want to see the the good people in New York hurt, but I fully respect and back what they're doing, and I hope it bites City Hall right where it counts. I have no pity for them yeah. whatsoever. They know what they're doing, and let it blow up in their face. But Thank I'd you, I'd more than happy to get into trucking, but they don't want white people, so
0: they they don't want anybody who thinks for themselves and it's just that's the way i, I mean that's corporate america in, in general they don't they don't they don't want any anybody who doesn't toe the line the dei line thanks for the call 844-500-4242 taylor before you leave tonight can you tweet out a picture of uh, pennsylvania judge Sonia McKnight? i think there's a uh, the, there's a uh, the new york post story i think has a photo photograph of her People want to know if uh, she's guilty or not guilty. Let me put it this way. I don't I'm not sure anyone's ever seen a picture of uh, Judge Sonia McKnight now, now in the jail with a three hundred thousand dollar bail and Fannie Willis in the same room. Let me put it that way. I'll just leave it at that. You 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 be you decide for yourself who whether she's guilty or not guilty. We only got a couple of minutes left or a couple of seconds left, Steve, but go ahead. You got about thirty seconds. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Okay, Howie, I think we got to give credit where
3: credit is due. Uh, A guy named Pancho Villa, back in 1916, came across the border with a bunch of invaders, and they attacked a little American town, Columbia, New Mexico. Mexico. Yes,
0: yeah. Yeah, and uh, of course, Pancho got his rear end handed to him. But uh, uh, by a guy uh, named Blackjack Pershing. (laughs) Yeah, I spent. That's a a good nickname, Blackjack. (laughs) 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 Blackjack knew what he was doing. They didn't. They didn't take any crap in those days. Thanks for the call. I'm Howie Carr.